two. All right, mic check. One, two, one, two, one, two. Uh oh. <laughs> I haven't heard this song so long. <laughs> all right mic check one two one two one two welcome back to another episode of the fresh big sports pod or yeah fresh big podcast this is another sports pod this is episode 136 i'm here with the guys the gang 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 a little congested over here but got my guy cb big carter Bowie. how's it going buddy feels good to be back good fantasy week good football week hope, hope everyone's doing well yeah, and I got my guy, Head Steelers Insider, Oliver Mord, joining us today, live from San Jose State. Hey, yes, sir. Tough week for the Steelers, but <laughs> hope to pick it up tomorrow night. I'm excited for that game. Oh, there's an football, huh? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Sir. Okay, okay. Um, well, we are coming to you guys a day late. Oh, by the way, I'm your host, Ryan Yee. Um, forgot to do the roll call. Um and we did want to give a huge shout out to our guys over at Still Human. Uh, go tap in with them for all of your guys' creative needs. And we also did want to send our gratitude over to our worldwide audience. Um, and yeah, without further ado, um, how was everyone's fantasy weeks? Carter, I know you already said yours was good. Put up some big numbers this week. Yeah, my uh, pretty, pretty good week. Uh, all my leagues uh, didn't drop below 160. So one in every single one of my leagues. So. Looking good right now. Eight and oh, six and two, five and three, and four and four. So Not we're working shabby. to the top. I mean, we're Not just shabby. dropping a lot of points, tons of points. So that always helps with seedings, depending on record and all that type of stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. Ali, how was your how was your fantasy week? Uh, you know, I didn't really have too good of a week. Both my teams kind of let me down. I mean, in one of my leagues, uh, I lost by eleven. I could have started Dak Prescott in one, but I started CJ Stroud. I thought he would do a little better against the Panthers, but yeah, I needed those 16 extra points from Dak. I would have won. And in our league, I also lost. That dude I played against, his team kind of went off. So I didn't really have a chance. Yeah, we got that new dude in our league who took over Adige's yeah. team, and now he's just like dropped 170 or something like that. <laughs> something ridiculous, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't hope get to bounce that. back next week, but yeah, yeah, it's a week. Yeah, I, I put a little, I put a little gap in our league. I put a little gap between me and a uh, second place. Um, <laughs> picked up a big win against the our guy Eli, who's in second place right now. Um, put up a win against him, and then in my other league, I also won. Um, had a big week from TJ Hawkinson, so that was nice. Um, but yeah, my my squads were were decent. I know Kenneth Walker didn't really show up that much, but. 
uh Garrett will that that game that the uh Giants and Jets game that went into went into OT helped me out because Garrett Wilson had a big catch there, so got me some extra points. Um but yeah, now I'm seven and one in our league and six and two in my other league, so looking pretty decent. Tied for first place in one, uh, and first place in ours by a decent margin. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll move on to the fantasy or not sorry, not to the fantasy to the uh, trade deadline, which was yesterday. Um, which is why we're recording on a Wednesday. Um, there were some big names that got moved around. Uh, some a lot of contenders adding new pieces to the teams. Um, some teams stayed a little stagnant, like the the Broncos. I know everyone was expecting a fire sale from them. Um, they ended up holding on to a lot of guys. But um, I think I think let's go around and and grade some of these trades that that went on yesterday. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think first off. The big one of the day was uh, Chase Young uh, headed over to the Niners for a third round pick. Um, That's just absolutely crazy. I don't know. Yeah, how, I don't know if the highway robbery. Coming. Put the put the ski yeah, mask on. Down. Yeah, Jesus, dude. I mean, <laughs> talk about just fueling one of the best defenses in the league, just making it even better. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Chase Young to the Niners. What grades are we given? Given that. Oliver, you want to start? Oh uh, yeah, I think uh, I think for the Niners, this is a really really good addition. Um, Chase Young and Bosa coming off the edge together, former teammates at at Ohio State, both uh, number two overall picks. That's just going to be super lethal. But I don't know. I think the 49ers already have a really stacked defensive line. But um, yeah, I thought they were going to kind of trade for a corner. But I do really like this addition. I mean, he's obviously going to be fit super well into that system and just dominate uh, alongside that D-line. So I'll, I'll give it like a A-minus for the Niners. And then for Washington, I don't know. I feel like they could have got a little more for him. They tried yeah. Montez Sweat to the to the Bears for a second-round pick and then just let Chase Young go for a third. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really like the trade too much for Washington. I think they could have got him a little more value out of him, especially since they signed him to a – uh, the fifth year deal, so they could have traded him for a little more, right? But yeah, I think that's like a C for the for Washington. Okay, yeah, yeah. Carter, you want to go or you want me to take it? Whatever you want. I can take it. Yeah, I feel I feel the same way for the Niners. I mean, like Oliver said, it just adds another just very, very skilled uh, defensive lineman to our to our D line. Um, just going to be like you said, lethal with Nick Bosa. So yeah. I'd give that, I was going to give that trade like a B plus A minus for the Niners just because, I mean, you can only have so much talent on your D-line and on your defense. Uh, but it's just a big body to to add for, for the Niners, which I do like. And for the Commanders, yeah, they just needed to get more value, more value out of those, those two. They're two probably best defensive players um, that yeah. they traded away. So, yeah, probably like a C as well. Yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go A plus for the Niners, just considering – um just considering what they okay what i said d writing okay oh yeah no well well i think just like the fact that they're they're essentially getting him uh the the red are sorry not the redskins the commanders are eating a lot of chase young's contract so they essentially got him for what i read was just north of uh half a million dollars is what they're going to pay him for the rest of the season um and I think it just wow. adds – it addresses, like, that depth on the line. I think Drake Jackson isn't really ready to be a starting caliber defensive end. 
Um, and then you get Randy Gregory, who's a very talented uh, defensive end himself. So I think I think it's a really good pickup. I think him and Bosa are going to gel well together. Um, I will say that trade on its own is an A plus, but I I agree with what you said, Oliver, where it doesn't really address the other area of need, which is cornerback. Um, and so we didn't really get anyone. Yeah, I don't think we picked up anyone at the deadline at corner. So, um, yeah, I, I'll I'll give. I guess that kind of maybe bumps it down to an A, but I I think you get a star like Chase Young in the league and pair him up with Nick Bosa, Armstead, and uh, Hargrave. I think that's different. And then for the um for the Commanders, just to to lose out on getting the value that you need for for Chase Young, who was definitely definitely could have gotten uh definitely could have gotten more more value there. Um considering his age and his talent granted he he is coming off of an acl injury but um yeah he's still one of the more more talented defensive ends in the league so i think uh it was highway highway were robbery for for the niners so um yeah i'm gonna give them a d i'm gonna give the the commanders a d on that considering they traded away uh montez sweat for for more yeah it's kind of weird for them to trade both of them yeah i think i think chase young is in my opinion, the more touted after player and to get less for mm-hmm. him than you did for Montrez Sweat. I think it's uh kind of fishy, but um we can move on. Uh the next big trade, and this happened last week. Um this was Kevin Byard, safety for the Titans. He is headed over to the Eagles for um another safety, Terrell Edmonds, and a twenty twenty-four fifth and sixth round pick. Um yeah. What do we think? Byard's a former third rounder um, for the Titans in 2016. Um, he's an all-pro safety. Yeah, I think he's a very talented player, and I think that boosts up Philadelphia's defense a lot. What are you guys thinking? Uh, yeah, I think uh, he is a really good player, former all-pro safety. And yeah, Philadelphia definitely needed to kind of bolster up their secondary a little bit. And he's a really good addition. I do... It is a little sad for me to see Terrell Edmonds go. He was a former Steeler for the past four years before coming to Philadelphia, and I do I do like uh, his play style. But you know, it's it's a good trade for them. It puts them in a better position and just adds to that already stacked defense. And yeah, uh, I don't really like the trade too too much for the Titans. Um, I feel like they're kind of trading. Like the news was that they were trying to trade a lot of players at that time, but. Now what we've seen from Will Levis, he kind of had a good week, and they're kind of trending in a different direction. So I think they it's a kind of a bad trade for them, but good for the Eagles. Yeah. What what grades are we dropping? I would say a, a B plus for the Eagles because he's not like I don't know if he's, he'll be on that All Pro level still, but he's a good addition. And then for the Titans, I would just say a C C plus. Okay. Yeah, I think they got decent compensation for him. Yeah. Yeah. You get someone who's decent to fill the safety spot in Terrell Edmonds. Um, and then you get the draft picks, obviously. I think it's not a terrible trade yeah. for them. C plus is fair. Carter, how about you? Yeah, I, I agree with what Oliver said. I do I do like the trade for the Eagles. Um, I think he could pair up nicely with their rookie safety, Sidney Brown, um, on the Eagles. And I just think, yeah, I mean, they got Darius Slay, they got Jalen Carter, they guys got a lot of a lot of really talented guys on their defense. So I think just bringing in kind of, an, I guess an upgraded 
upgraded uh, safety will just just make their secondary look look a little bit better. Um, so yeah, I'd give I'd give it an A, uh, A minus probably for the Eagles. I just think add another body really helps them, and then for the Titans, yeah, I'd say a C, um, like C plus, maybe even B minus, kind of in that range. I mean, yeah, getting Terrell Edmonds definitely helps them out, but I mean, Titans are kind of in rebuild mode. I think they need to start trading some players uh, for just looking forward to to rebuilding their team in the in the few in the next coming seasons. Yeah. Um I agree. I think for the Eagles, um you do get a, a talented player in Kevin Byard. Um granted he is I get well they're obviously in win now mode, right? And so um Edmonds is four years younger than Byard. And so just getting like that extra experience in the in the secondary I think is important. He matches up a little better with their timeline. Um so I, yeah, and he's definitely a more talented player as well. I, I'd say B plus on that trade for the Eagles. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the C right now for the Titans. Um I think it is a good idea to get younger. Um, right, if if you can shed that contract and you can get a, a guy who's serviceable at, at safety, um, and Edmonds who's who's a bit younger, right? You it's so like you you get a younger guy essentially, and as well as the draft compensation. Um, however, I think that like with this turnaround, with, with them having not gone into fire sale mode with uh not trading Henry or Tannehill or Hopkins, right? Um, it looks like they're trying to compete right now, and um, I I think they traded him prior to the game that they that the big game from Levis, and so I think um. I don't know if I if I'm in the Titans front office, I'm kind of thinking, dude, maybe we shouldn't have traded, uh, shouldn't have traded him away, but um, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go like a C, solid C right there. Um, yeah, and I, then, I agree with that. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, and then let's see, uh, trade number three, Montez Sweat to the Bears for a second rounder. Um, Montez Sweat is. A extremely good defensive end, a uh, good pass rusher um, from the Commanders. He's headed over to Chicago. Um, yeah, I thought this was an interesting trade for the Bears, who don't really seem to be trying to contend right now. Um, but Sweat is, I think Sweat's relatively young, I think, right? Um, yeah, he was taken in the first round in the 2019 NFL draft. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, he's relatively young, I think. Uh, yeah, I thought this was a solid pickup for the Bears. I, I just didn't know that they were... This is like the the one team that kind of traded for someone that's not... They traded for a good piece that's not... Cont- and they're as a non-contender. Yeah, I mean, the Bears are 2-6 and six right now. Justin Fields still has his dislocated finger on his throwing hand. So they're not really... They don't really have brighter days ahead of them, I don't think. Yeah. For going moving on to the season. So, yeah. I kind of agree, too. I'm like... I don't know if they really need to make a trade. I mean, they are getting a great addition uh, to their defense with their pass rushing and all that, but doesn't really necessarily make a hundred percent sense to me. Yeah, Oliver, what it, or I guess Carter, what grade are you giving this one? For the um for the Commanders, I'll put it in like the B range, and yeah, for the Bears, second rounders for, seems fair, and then for the Bears. Um, I'll put it in like maybe high 
high B, like B plus ish range. Because they're getting a, a good piece on their defense. And I mean, you know, in the future, it could very well help them. But obviously, like you said, now where they're at in the season, at the midway point, they're not a playoff contending team. So definitely, definitely will help them in the future, though. Yeah. Oliver, how about you? Uh, yeah, I thought this was a pretty interesting trade as well. I don't think uh, a lot of people expected the Bears to make a trade like this. It, it really reminds me of when last year when they traded their second round pick to the Steelers for Chase Claypool. And we all know how that turned out. Didn't really yeah. help them out. And they just had to release him a few weeks ago. But I think I think it's a lot better trade than when they traded for Claypool. Montez Sweat comes in and leading their defense in all statistical categories like sacks, pass, rush, win rate. So I think it'll it'll really help them out. But yeah, it's it's an interesting move. They're not really in a position to compete right now. And I don't really think it's a, a piece that they really needed to add. Personally, especially giving up a second round pick, um, I think he could have been dealt somewhere else. Yeah, but, yeah, I think uh, I would grade this like a B minus for the Bears. Just giving up that second round pick is kind of tough, but it, it it should work out. And then for the Commanders, I give it like a B plus. I think they got pretty good value out of him for uh, what they traded him for. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree with you there. I think the um I'm gonna give it a B. For the um, for the commanders, I think that's pretty good value on um, on a solid piece right there for a defensive end. A second rounder seems pretty pretty legit. Um, and then for the Bears, I think I don't know. I, I think where they're at right now, the goal should be to move up in the the draft standings just to get a higher pick, giving away a second rounder while also getting a like getting better. I think maybe it isn't the the right move. Um, and if you're the if you're the commanders that 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 pick could be pretty high, um, depending on where the Bears fall right now. It doesn't look like they're doing too well, um, but I think um, yeah, I I think I think it just throws off kind of the the trajectory of what they're. It doesn't it doesn't fall in line with what they're aiming for right now. I didn't think that they were a contender at all. So I think um, yeah, I think it's interesting to make a move for for a guy like Sweat. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but let's see. Uh, Leonard Williams, the Seahawks. Um, the Giants traded Leonard Williams. He's a defensive lineman. Um, he, I believe, he was he an All Pro or a Pro Bowler last year? Well, I'm not sure, but he's been he's been pretty good over there. Yeah, I yeah, he's, he's a Pro Bowler. Oh, okay, yeah, he he he's been one of their one of their bright spots this year in a year that hasn't really had any for the Giants. Um. But the Seahawks are sending over a 2024 second round pick and a 2025 fifth rounder for Leonard Williams. Um, and I believe that they ended up reworking his contract in order to make the trade happen. Um, but I think this just I think the Seahawks are off to a pretty decent start. I think that this makes their defensive line a little more bolstered. Um, yeah. What do you guys think? Grades. I'm big Lenny. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think it's a, a pretty good trade for the Seahawks. Um, they're in a pretty good spot right now, top of their division, and playing pretty good football. Their defense has been really well, actually. They're secondary. So I think adding to the D-line is a is a good move. I think a second-round pick's a little high, given that he's like 29 years old. And right. But I think uh, the position they're in, it, it makes a little sense. But I would, I would grade this 
Uh, a minus, B plus for the Seahawks. And I, I like the move for the Giants. I think it's a A minus, get a second round pick out of him. He was really good over there for a few years, but they're not really in a position to win. So if you can get a second round pick out of him, might as well. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm going to go with the same, the same grades, same reasons. Carter? Yeah, I like those. I like those grades as well. But yeah, I think it's a it's a big addition for the Seahawks. I mean, just pairing Leonard Williams with Bobby Wagner and Jordan Brooks, yeah, two elite defenders um, on the Seahawks. I mean, yeah, he's just gonna bring constant pressure. I just think you know the Seahawks, like Oliver said, they're at the top of the division right now, and obviously they want to stay there. So you know they're looking to bring in any help they can on the defensive side or even offensive side, but in this case, defense. So, yeah, I'd give it a minus for the Seahawks. And then for the Giants, yeah, like B-plus range, I'd say. Yeah. Um, definitely getting a second-round pick and even a fifth-round pick in 2025. Definitely helps with uh, just longevity and looking towards, looking towards the future. Yeah. Um, we're going to skip over Josh Dobbs to the Vikings. I don't know if that trade is too significant. Um. Yeah. But we can move on to uh, Rasul Douglas, cornerback for the Packers, right? Packers? Yeah. Yeah, it's headed over to Buffalo. Um, I'm not – what did they give up to get him? Let's see. Uh, Let me check that. Okay, he was traded for a third-round pick in exchange for Douglas and a fifth-rounder. So they gave up a fifth-rounder and Douglas to Green Bay for um, a third-rounder, um, which I think – I don't know. I think uh, I think Douglas is one of those guys that kind of flies under the radar. Um, he has decent stats. He's not like one of those big name guys. He's 28 years old. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think it's kind of just a kind of just a very mutual trade. You know, I think it's just Packers move up a little bit in the draft. They're not contending um, and Bills kind of just get a little more depth on the um, at the cornerback role. Um yeah, are we? Does anyone have any grades they want to give this one? I mean, I I'm kind of thinking same way as you on the, about this trade. I mean, yeah, it doesn't really help the Packers. Um, and for the Bills, they're kind of in a tricky spot because they've been playing pretty good football. Um, obviously they're in the playoff picture now, but they're I don't think they're where they want to be at this point in the season or where a lot of people thought they were going to be. Uh, about halfway through the season so yeah i'd probably give it i don't know pretty neutral like b b b minus i'd say yeah in that in that range just kind of doesn't really benefit one team more than it benefits the other team i feel yeah yeah i think it's definitely very mutually beneficial trade yeah i'm gonna go b's all around i think the bills obviously are looking to improve the the secondary a little bit more so um yeah, I'd say B. B's all around. Oliver? Oh, yeah, I agree with what you said. I mean, it's pretty neutral trade. Packers move up in the draft a little bit. Third round pick is pretty good. And then for the Bills, I think uh, it's a pretty good addition. Nothing too big, but, I mean, Trey White is out for the year, so I think they hope that he takes over that, that spot and fits in as a starter over there. So uh, I think it's a B-plus for the Bills, maybe B. And then, yeah, I'll probably be for the package as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then finally, the 
uh, the last significant trade of the trade deadline. Eh, can't talk. Um, was Donovan Peoples Jones is headed to Detroit for a fifth rounder in 2025. Um, the Lions obviously are making a push to um, be real contenders this year. Um, they've been having a great season. I think just adding Peoples Jones, who is um, a pretty talented wide receiver, um, I think he kind of doesn't get that many opportunities out in uh, in Cleveland. Um, he's headed over to Detroit, where hopefully he'll be seeing a little bit more um, more target share. I know he's also um, a, a pretty solid return man in the punt game, so um, I think that could also relieve a little bit of duties from. Uh, I believe it's Cleef Raymond right now that's uh, handling those duties for the Lions. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna give this trade actually. I'm gonna give the Lions an A on this trade. I think uh, Peoples Jones is. Um, is has a lot of promise and i think he fits well into that uh that young timeline that they're on um and to get him for pretty cheap a fifth rounders um not super high for a receiver of like a mid-tier receiver um so i i like that trade for the lines and then for the browns i think um yeah i i would say i would say maybe a b um a b i think just he's not really serviceable for them right now i think that they're their uh, wide receiver core is a little bit flooded right now with uh, Elijah Moore and Amari Cooper um, and guys like that. So I think um, it was good to get him off the books. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it's a it's a good addition for the Lions. I think uh, Amon Ra is obviously wide receiver one over there. And Jamison Williams hasn't really He's been kind of developing, but hasn't really taken on that next step yet. But I think uh, he's he's still a good wide receiver at three. But I think uh, Donovan People Jones is a good good addition, kind of take over for I think Josh Reynolds, the wide receiver two over there. Yeah, and yeah, he'll definitely be utilized a lot more in that offense with Jared Goff. But yeah, he's always been kind of a consistent guy, but nothing nothing too big. I would say a B plus for the Lions, B minus for the Browns. Okay, yeah, no matter that. Carter, how about you? Yeah, I think it just adds more depth in the receiver receiver realm for the Lions. I mean, they already have great great young talent in their receivers, uh, good running backs. But yeah, I like the trade for the Lions. I mean, obviously you said they're trying to make a playoff push. You know, they're playing good football right now. Yeah, I'd give it, I'd give it, B plus A minus for the Lions. You know, I think it. It just kind of adds another another weapon, another more hands that they can throw the ball to. Because you know, if Jamison Williams, you know, does perform, uh, Cleve Raymond, same with him. If he doesn't perform, you know, they got another guy now. And then yeah. for the Browns, uh, getting a six round pick. I mean, yeah, probably put in like the B range. Yeah, fair nothing enough. Really, nothing really too crazy. Yeah, agreed. Um. Okay, we move on to the week eight week eight breakdown. Um, I think some of the biggest news this week was uh Kirk Cousins is out for the season with the torn Achilles. Um and he will be now replaced by Josh Dobbs um for the Vikings as they I don't even know what they're doing. It doesn't look like they're trying to make a playoff run or <laughs> or or tank for the draft. Um which is what I think that they should do. They should try and get a get one of those quarterbacks at the draft. Um, do you think Kirk Cousins' time is done in, in Minnesota? What you got, Mard? Uh, I think 
I don't know. It depends. I think he really loves Minnesota. They love him. But, you know, there have been a lot of rumors of him leaving. He's getting a little older. And the Vikings haven't really haven't really done him too well. I mean, they've always been in a good position, but they've kind of dealt with some some injuries and unfortunate situations. But, you know, he's a free agent. And there's a lot to see after this year's over. I don't know. I can't really say yet if he's going to be there or not. But, yeah, the Vikings are in a weird spot. They've been playing really good football the past few weeks. And they just got to 4-4 four four, kind of coming back. But that injury does put them in a tough spot now. Yeah. I, I think, in my opinion, I think we've seen Kirk Cousins play his last game in the purple and gold. Um, I think that they're kind of g- – going to realize soon that he's not the guy that can take them over the hump um while he is a, a very good quarterback i think just like there there's such a separation between the guys that can take you to the can win the big games right and like there's a difference between like those guys and a guy like Kirk cousins who can play good football he just maybe can't get play championship football um so i think with a guy like justin jefferson on your team i think that they need to um maybe look to build through the draft while he's still young um, or, or maybe try and go trade or uh, sign a quarterback in free agency. But um, yeah, I think Kirk cousins isn't going to be the be the guy to be able to do it for them. Um, So I think he'll, he'll be done in Minnesota this year. What do you think Carter? Yeah, I can get behind that as well. I feel like just with the way their season went last year, I mean, they had what three losses and then, First round exits in the playoffs, you know, they're able to get to the playoffs, but they're not able to make it very far in the playoffs with Kirk Cousins at QB. Yeah, him turn his Achilles. I agree. I think, I think it'll be time for them to move on to other quarterbacks. And I mean, obviously with Justin Jefferson, I mean, not put anything out there, but who knows what they do with their players? You know, maybe they try to just completely change up their whole team get a lot of value, who knows, maybe we see Justin Jefferson leave, you know, they kind of realize maybe rebuild mode. Um, they got Jordan Addison, yeah. really good young receiver. So who knows? It'll be interesting, but we're definitely going to be seeing a different Vikings team next season or during the off season, I believe. Yeah. Agreed. Um, all right. And then the Raiders fired head coach, Josh McDaniels. Um, this, I don't think really was a surprise to anybody. Uh, I know there he's been kind of in on the hot seat for a while now. Um, and Jimmy G coming with that is, uh, that Jimmy G got benched for, um, rookie Aiden O'Connell, who I believe is the son of a newscaster in San Francisco. Um, because all my uncles were talking about it when we were watching the preseason game a while ago, cause he got the start. Um, but yeah, so shout out to him. Um, but he will, yeah, he'll, he'll be taking over for Jimmy G. Um, I think Jimmy G is kind of turning into like a failed experiment in Las Vegas. I know Devonte Adams asked about um, a potential quote unquote change in scenery. Um, yeah, I think that was just big news. I don't know if there needs to be too much takes on this one, but, um, but yeah, Jimmy G's, I think, I think he might have somewhere else to go next year as well. Yeah. yeah they just completely overhauled that stuff and, are in a tough spot right now. They gotta, they gotta make some uh, big changes this offseason as well. Yeah, I, I know the GM is out as well too. Um, but yeah, Jameer Gibbs finally broke out. Um, actually, we can we can hold on that onto that for uh, top five performances. Um, yeah. but uh, Broncos beat the Chiefs. Um, in a shocking twenty four to nine win. 
Um, this, in my opinion, really prevented the fire sale for the uh, for the for the Broncos. Um, I think now they they saw they could beat the Chiefs. Some hope. <laughs> yeah, some they hope. were like, oh, maybe we'll keep uh, Jerry Judy and Sutton or Sertan or whatever his name is, and yeah. all those guys. Um, so I guess they're holding out to some hope. Uh, yeah, that that was a kind of a crazy game to to watch. I did not expect that to happen. Um, does anyone want to take this one right here? Oliver, right, you got it. Yeah, I can I can snag that. I was gonna add a little bit more to the Chiefs, but uh, oh my god, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying. I mean, yeah, big fluke game for the Chiefs, but uh, like uh, what late last week? I think Mahomes. There was like a flu going around, and Patrick Mahomes was a little under the weather, so I think that had a little factor factor in it. But yeah, the Chiefs they just they just looked off on offense, defense. Was they Taylor just, there? They couldn't do much. Uh, probably not, but. It doesn't oh. matter if Taylor's doesn't matter if T Swizz was in the stands. She, she has no effect on the algorithm. <laughs> Uh-oh. No effect. Not a good game from Travis. Uh, just not a good game from really anyone on the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes true. is honestly he dropped a dime in the end zone and Sky Moore just drops it. It doesn't know how to catch a football. <laughs> which is frustrating for Mahomes. But yeah, no. Just bad decisions from Mahomes as well. But yes, moving on. Uh the Panthers. They are no longer winless. They get their first win against the Texans. Hey. Um, yeah, I mean, Panthers have just, ever since losing Christian McCaffrey, I mean, they were struggling even with him on their team. But, you know, Bryce Young, obviously he's a rookie quarterback. He's still learning the ins and outs of being an NFL quarterback. I think he'll eventually come along. Uh, he'll kind of find his groove. But they really, you know, the only thing they got going for them right now really is Adam Thielen. He's Top ball five, yeah, top he's ten receiver this year. Um, yeah, I mean, Miles Sanders, not really doing much. Chuba Hubbard, not doing much. There's just not a lot of explosiveness in their offense. Uh, not yeah. really, as a Panthers, I'm not a Panthers fan, but for all the Panthers fans out there, really not not a lot to to root for. Yeah, but, you know, they did get their first dub of the season, so congrats to them for that. Yeah, big congrats. Shout out, shout, shout out to CJ Stroud and D'Amico Ryans. You know, we're rooting for the yeah, dude. for D'Amico. Yeah. 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 Um well, take that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, we dropped the Niners dropped uh, have dropped three straight now in the loss to the Bengals. Joe Burrow was almost perfect passing, uh 28 for 32, three touchdowns, 283 yards. Um, just a really solid game from him. Um, and the Niners defense kind of got eight apart by him. Um 31 to 17. Um, couldn't really get anything going on offense pretty with a couple big interceptions. So, um, yeah, I think, I think we'll see going into the bye week. I think um, come week 10, I think the Niners will be back in full swing. Um, Purdy entered and cleared concussion protocol in one week, um, which I thought was kind of interesting. A little questionable. little skeptical, I think. Yeah. And I yeah. thought sometimes it's like a two week process, but I mean, you know, I guess the Niners didn't really want to rock with Sam Donald, but I honestly could have seen it making sense to have Purdy sit out going into a bye. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, going into that game against the Bengals, you're like, yeah, we got to win. Um, but yeah, after dropping three straight, I think it's a good, it's a very good bye week for the Niners. Yeah, much it allows needed. us to reset. We got Chase Young coming in. We can get our let our players get healthy because I don't know if C Mac was fully healthy just because yeah. he had that he had the oblique oblique injury yeah two weeks prior but, yeah and we'll have Debo yeah. and Trent back hopefully yeah exactly so yeah 
like I said, yeah, it's a very, very, very good bye week for the Niners. So hopefully good things to come. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, birdie, you know, not making the best passes. Just, just it's a, it's inevitable. It's bound to happen, you know? Yeah, 100%. All right, Oliver, you want to take this one? Uh, yeah, Jets vs. Giants. Very underwhelming game. I didn't get the chance to watch it. I was watching the Steelers game. But, yeah, um, came down. I think the the Giants missed the field goal that they could yeah, have chip shot. Yeah. put them up six, and then the Jets came back, drove down the field, scored a field goal, and then finally won it in overtime. Uh, yeah, the stats are pretty crazy on that game. Giants a total of negative nine passing yards. <laughs> That's pretty insane to me. Just uh, to a shitty ass game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not much more needs to be said. Um. <laughs> And then the Cowboys beat the Rams 43-20. to 20. Um, It was a big bounce back for Dak. Um, but the big news was that Stafford sprained his UCL in his right thumb. He's questionable for next week. Um, and yeah, I think uh, that takes us into top five performances of the week presented by Oliver Mord. Ollie, what you got for us? Starting number five. Uh, yeah, this this is, this is a good week. A lot of great performers this week. Uh, at number five. Uh, I'm gonna split this one. I couldn't decide between these two. <laughs> I wanted to put the I wanted to put Will Levis a little higher, but I'm just gonna put him at number five along with DeAndre Hopkins. I think that connection looked really, really good. Will Levis in his first start throwing four touchdowns, three of them to DeAndre Hopkins on four receptions. Uh, those two just literally looked good together. And then yeah, I'm excited to see how they play against the Steelers tomorrow night. Uh, number four got Gus Edwards. Man, he's he's carrying that backfield right now. Three touchdowns. Totally. Uh, just really helping out that run game with Lamar. Just did his thing. Three touchdowns. Nothing else to say. Yeah. Uh, number three, Jameer Gibbs. Another uh, breakout week from him. We saw it last week. Uh, we saw it again this week now. Uh, 189 yards on the ground. 150 on uh, uh, 150 on the ground and 30 through the air with one touchdown. He looked really, really good. Um, yeah. Number two, I got A.J. Brown. Another outstanding performance for him. Sixth game over 125. Eight receptions, two touchdowns. He's just looking yeah, like the ate. best receiver in the league right yeah. now next to Tyreek Hill. Uh, but, yeah, one other receiver out there had a little better week. Uh, number one, I got C.D. Lamb. 12 catches, 158 yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, Dak was just connecting to him all game. He was just wide open, two touchdowns. I mean, yeah, he just looked really, really good in that game. And yeah, yeah I think it. he's the number one performer this week on my list. Solid. Yeah, I like those picks. Um, I, I yeah, I don't like think anyone's picks. missing. All right, and then moving into top five power rankings. Going into week nine, Carter Bowie, take it away. All right, number one, we got the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh. Just, yeah, okay. boo them, but just – they're coming off a really good week. They're seven and one. AJ Brown is an absolute monster. Jalen Hurts is playing good football. Uh, I mean, it was a very, very close, close matchup with the Commanders. But I think the Eagles are kind of, you know, we were all talking about they had a slow start to the season, uh, slow start to games. Also, like they wouldn't really do much in the first half. This game honestly was kind of like that too, kind of a slow first half, and then just absolute monster second half. But I just think that goes to show how dangerous the Eagles are. The weapons they have on offense, A.J. Brown, DeAndre Swift, Devontae Smith, uh, Dallas Goddard, and then their defense. Uh, just they're, they're looking almost almost peak form, you know. 
They're playing really good football. And then number two, I got the Ravens, led by Lamar Jackson. They're just winning football games. I like how they're playing football. Um, you know, they got their rookie Zay Flowers. They also got Mark Andrews. But uh, their defense, I think, is also helping them a lot. Uh, they're just getting good pass coverage, getting good pressure on the quarterbacks. Uh, they got to do have a tough matchup against the Seahawks this coming week, but I really like the Ravens at number two. And then three, I got the Dolphins. I feel like you can never count them out. I mean, they got some injuries now. Um, I mean, Aitchin's been out. He's going to be – he's scheduled to come back week 11. Jalen Ramsey, he just made his debut this past week. Yeah, he had an interception. Yeah. For them, it's kind of just like just, – uh, yeah, just a free player coming back. He's healthy. Um, also get Xavier Howard and Javon Holland. They should get those guys back soon. But obviously, their offense, you know, led by Tyreek Hill, even though he's not their quarterback. Uh, with Tua, Jalen Waddle had a really good game last week. Mostert's been running the ball well. Um, I mean, their their run their run offense has seen a little decline since Aitchin left. But like I said, come week eleven when Aitchin's back, Dolphins are going to be. I think they're going to be in full swing. So they're going to be looking like deep playoff, deep playoff contenders for sure. Totally. And then four, I got the Chiefs. Even though they took took a, a tough loss to the Broncos, who are not a very good team this year. Uh, I think we're just always used to seeing the Chiefs at, like, the number one or two spot uh, for the rankings just because of how elite they are with Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, coached by Andy Reid. Um, but, yeah, no. I think it's just kind of a hiccup for them. Patrick Mahomes, you know, he had some flu symptoms, kind of cold, very cold in, in uh, Denver. You know, there's, there's just different factors. Um, yeah, but we know what they're capable of. No. But uh, yeah, they got a very tough matchup, which kind of leads into our next segment. But uh, they got a matchup against the Dolphins in uh, Frankfurt this week, and then closing it out at number five. Mord hates me for this, but I got the Jaguars. <laughs> uh, they're six and two. Uh, they just they're coming off a win against the Steelers. Uh, they had a they had a sluggish start to their season as well. They couldn't really figure things out. But, uh, I mean, Christian Kirk, he's been a big weapon on offense for them. ETN has been running the ball really well. Their defense still needs improvement, but their defense can still definitely definitely help them get those wins. Um, Obviously, the addition of Calvin Ridley hasn't been exactly what they hoped for. He's been a little inconsistent, but still having that talent uh, on the offensive side just, just helps them out a lot. So, I got them at number five. Sweet. Um, okay, week nine game must watch games. Uh number one, I got the Ravens Seahawks. Um, Battle of the Birds. I'm excited for that one. I think that'll be a good game with uh just two contending teams right now. So excited for that one. Um Carter, you got what you got? And we'll then we'll run through our quick picks. I have my must watch game of the week is Dolphins Chiefs, like I teased before. That game's at Frankfurt. It is at six thirty uh AM for people on the on the west coast so it is early but i think hey i think you got to get up and watch that i mean two powerhouse offenses good defenses two really good coaches i just think it's an absolute shootout ollie uh yeah my must watch game of the week cowboys versus at the eagles uh, i think it's gonna be a 
tough game. Both these teams hate each other so much. Division rivals, both yeah. competing for that division. And yeah, I mean that rivalry is so strong. One of the one of the toughest rivalries in the league. I think it'll be a very tough game. Excited to watch that one for sure. Sweet. All right. Well, let's do some quick picks. Um, just to save some time, we'll just we'll just list off who we're who we're taking. Um, first of all, on uh Thursday night football tomorrow night at eight fifteen, Titans Steelers in Pittsburgh. Who you guys got? Give me the Steelers in this one. Cam Hayward coming back. Let's go. Carter? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking Steelers as well. They're at home. Yeah, I don't think they lose. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go the same. Steelers all the way. Um, Three Steelers. All right, next up on Sunday in the morning slate, 10 or 9.30 a.m. Eastern um, in Frankfurt, Germany. Um, We got Dolphins and Chiefs. I'm going Dolphins over here. I'm rolling Dolphins. I am going Dolphins as well. Damn, I got Dolphins too. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. I thought someone was going to pick Chiefs. But yeah, all right. I think I think Dolphins get that. All I right. want them to at least. Move on to the 9 a.m. or to the 1 p.m. slate, 10 a.m. Eastern or 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, Vikings, Falcons in Atlanta. Who we got? I'll take. Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I'll go with I'll go with the Falcons. It's about to be a mid off. <laughs> yeah, absolute crazy. I mean, who knows how Josh Dobbs fits in with that Vikings offense? Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna take the Falcons, even though both teams are struggling. Who you got, Ali? Yeah, give me the Falcons too. I think they kind of bounce back after the past few weeks. They haven't been too good, but yeah. Yeah, I'm a roll. I'm a roll. I'm a roll. Birds too. Dang. I mean the Falcons. Yeah. We're all in agreements this week. Okay. We are. We are. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. Um, still in the, the morning slot or the afternoon slot. We got Bears Saints in, in New Orleans. I'm going Saints. Yeah, I'm going Saints as well. Bears looked awful on Sunday night football. Yeah, I saw like a tweet saying that the Bears should never get primetime football ever again, which I agree <laughs> with. So yeah, I'm gonna take the Saints. <laughs> Yeah, I got the Saints too. Alvin Kamara has been really, yeah, really he's good. Been on the tear. Yeah, I like that. Um, okay, Rams Packers in Green Bay. Give me the Packers here. Give me the Packers. I like that as well. I'm gonna go Packers. I like the Packers at home. Rams yeah. obviously, you know, Stafford's hurt. He probably, I don't think he'll play. I don't think so either. The injury he has. So who knows with them? Because they did, and they look, they did not look very good against the Cowboys last week. Yeah, but granted, they're playing the Packers this week. Oh, I know, but hey, Jordan Love, don't yeah, he's don't, sneaky don't good. Count him yeah. out, sneaky AJ good. AJ Dillon, beast. AJ Dillon, <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Who you got, Who Ali? You got, Ali? Yeah, I'm gonna have to run a different one. I got the Rams in this oh. one. Oh, I, I think they bounce back after two tough losses. Yeah, for for me and Ryan, we can't root for another <laughs> NFC. Uh, yeah, I get team. that. Yeah, yeah, Makes sense. truth. Um, okay, Commanders Patriots in New England, Foxborough. Oh boy. Give me give me the Patriots. Give me the Patriots. I'll roll with the Pats. I'm gonna take the Commanders. I think Sam Howell's been playing like a dog. He he was QB one against the Eagles last week. Patriots, they have a good defense as well. But uh I'm gonna I'm gonna rock commanders. Okay. Even post fire sale commanders. 
I mean, yeah, they, they lost some some weapons on defense, but uh, Patriots They're offense. Two was... weapons. <laughs> the two guys that they had on defense that were, like, yeah. good. But I'm just saying, Gone. The Patriots, <laughs> their offense is pretty stagnant this yeah, year. Mac yeah. Jones practically doesn't know how to throw football. No. A lot of a lot of troubles on the offensive side for the Patriots. Yeah, that's so I'm going. Got to go with Washington. Yeah, I mean, Patriots looking like one of the worst teams in the league. And Commanders, not too much better, but slightly better. I think Commanders (laughs) win it. Faith and Scary Terry, okay. Okay. I like it. All right. Um, Seahawks-Ravens, my my must-watch game of the week. Give me the Ravens. Give me the Ravens this week. Yeah, Can't root for the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going Ravens as well. I think Lamar is going to run for two touchdowns against the Seahawks. Uh Big big okay. game for big game for Lamar. Uh yeah, can't can't root for the Ravens here. I'm gonna have to pick the Seahawks in this one. Hope <laughs> their defense just, shuts down back Lamar. and forth. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think Leonard Williams is gonna flush Lamar out the pocket, and Lamar's just gonna break away for like a huge, yeah. <laughs> a good, huge rushing good touchdown, little sixty yard touchdown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, Buccaneers Texans in Texas or in Houston. I Gabe? will take I will take the Buccaneers in this game. Okay. Ollie, who you got? Uh I like the Texans here. I think they're a little better team all around. Yeah, I'm I'm give, give me Houston as well. Um, okay. Cardinals Browns. Give me the Browns. I don't even know who's gonna play quarterback for the <laughs> for the Cardinals. They're on third string now. Yeah, Browns got this one for sure. They're looking better. Yeah, at home too. So, yeah, I'm I'm going Browns as well. Okay, um, Cardinals Panthers that we're moving on to the four hundred five, four hundred five slot. Uh, Colts Panthers. Give me the Colts. I like the Colts defense. Give me the Colts. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts as well. Gardner Minshew's looked not not hor. He hasn't looked horrible for the Colts. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the Colts. They got Jonathan Taylor back. He's running the ball really well. Yeah. I think he's going to have a field day against the Panthers. Agreed. Yeah, I like points. the Colts. He's dropping here. 30 points. Think 30? Taylor's going to drop 30 points. Oliver hopes. Yeah. Hope so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope Josh Downs gets a good game, yeah. Oh, I like Downs as well. Yeah. He's a good waiver pickup. Uh, Okay, Giants Raiders in Las Vegas. No Jimmy G. Aiden O'Connell's first start. I, oh, this is an absolute shitter of a game without Jimmy G. But yeah. honestly, honestly, give me the Raiders. Aiden O'Connell, I think he's a better quarterback than Jimmy G. Um, yeah, I think he'll just a- actually pass the ball to Devontae Adams. So, yeah, give me the Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm, I'm with it. Give me the Raiders here, too. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like the Raiders here, too. Like, you're never going to get my pick after throwing negative nine yards in a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's fast. Exactly. That's ridiculous. Um, okay, Cowboys Eagles. Give me the Eagles. Oh Eagles are gonna blow the Cowboys out of the water. Fuck it, give me Dallas. Give me Dallas. I hate to say I'm, it. Give me Dallas. I know I can't root for the Eagles, but I think the Eagles beat the Cowboys for sure. I think Cowboys they had a fluke game last week. They played the Rams. The Rams suck. Yeah, that's true. Cowboys know, coming off like a big game though. In the league, or the Cowboys look like the worst team in the league. Yeah, there's no in between. Yeah, there's no, no in between. That's true. That. Maybe, maybe they look, maybe they look like the, the best team, or not. 
I don't know. I, I I say he runs it hot and and goes off against the the Eagles. Not not in Philly. I'm going Philly all the way. Okay, I'm not mad at it. Ollie. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of like the Cowboys. I feel like they do just kind of shit the bed in every big game they play in. And I don't know. I, I do. I think the Eagles win this, but I'm going to just stick with the Cowboys. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, we got Chargers, Jets in New York. Whoa, whoa. What about the Sunday night game? Oh, sorry. That's Monday night. My bad. Um. Yeah, my bad. Give me Sunday night. Uh, Bills, Bengals in Cincinnati. Um. I did. I did see a tweet today that said Demar Hamlin has the opportunity to do the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Got a foul. What is it? <laughs> he said if he collapses. Oh, no. that shit that, again? That, nah, that's crazy. <laughs> they were that's, like, they were like, that's, could... that's not good to say at all. <laughs> they, said could... they said he could pull the nastiest prank on. <laughs> well, yeah, it is the first time the Bills and Bengals are playing since. Yeah, Demar Hamlin's. Yeah, but I'm going Bengals. Bengals are the hottest team in football right now. Give me the Bills. I say they shut it down. Give me the Bills. Yeah, give me the Bills here too. Fuck the Yeah, yeah. All right, and then finally on Monday night, um, Chargers Jets. Chargers. You got Chargers, Ollie. Carter, you got. Give me the Jets. Okay. I don't know something about Zach Wilson. Something about that team, low key. Something about him. I was talking with one of one of my roommates earlier. He's like, "Could be the year where Zach Wilson leads the Jets to the Super Bowl, and then Aaron <laughs> Rodgers comes back and wins the Super Bowl for the New York Jets." Yeah, exactly. That's what know. I'm thinking. Anything could happen, but I'm gonna go Jets for this week. Yeah, I, for some reason, I really want to go with the Jets too. <laughs> I think the Chargers just know how to lose football games. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, like they're very talented at losing. Um, yeah, so fuck it, give me the Jets. Yeah, I think I think uh, I don't have a lot of confidence in Zach Wilson as a quarterback, but I also think that I don't know. They figured out how to get it done against the Giants. I, I see them figuring it out again against uh, against the Chargers. So, um, yeah, I think that pretty much concludes uh, today's pod. Um, thank you to our worldwide audience. Well, first of all, thank you to my guys. Thank you to CB. And Big Ollie for joining me today. Um, of course. So, yeah, go find everyone on Instagram at FreshBigPod, at Carter.Bowie, at Ryan M. Yee, and at all of, oh, sorry, O.Morid. Um, and yeah, shout out to our guys over at Still Human. Uh, go tap in with them for all of your guys' creative needs. Um, make sure you're following the pod everywhere that you can. Our TikTok is now active at the FreshBig Podcast, our, just our full name. Um, make sure you're following us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, um, whichever one that you use. Um, other than that, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, and yeah, does anyone have any final shout outs? Anything that they want to add? Or we good no, to go? Enjoy your Steelers game tomorrow. Excited for that shit. Yeah, shout out. Uh, shout out. Shout out, George Pickens. Yeah, boy's sure. a demon. He's a, game. He's a dog. That boy's a demon. Um. Yeah, dude. Do you see that that uh, NFL post today? The Halloween post. It was like George Pickens in an alien costume. Nah, I didn't see that. Too. It was so gnarly. <laughs> it was so gnarly. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get on out of here. Um, we'll catch you guys on the next one. 
Send peace and love to everyone who needs it. Oh, my, why is my music not playing? Yeah, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Send peace and love to everybody. See you guys on Thursday. I'ma take it, take it to the top. I'ma take it, take it to the top. I'ma take it, take it to the top. Never gone broke, never gone broke. Never gone broke, never gone broke. Now I'm never gone broke, never gone broke. Never gone broke. Alright, we'll see you guys next week for more NFL pod. Hey mama, come through the